Hi, this is Greg Poling, Director of the Asian Maritime Transparency Initiative, and I'm joined today by Peter Dutton, Director of the China Maritime Studies Institute at the U.S. Naval War College, and Jay Batambakal, uh, Director of the University of the Philippines Institute for Maritime Affairs and Law of the Sea. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure. I want to start with a general yeah. overview of the last couple of weeks' events at Benham Rise for people outside of Manila who might not understand what all of the the confusion's been about. Yes. Well, it all started about two weeks ago when the Secretary of National Defense, uh, in one of his uh, appearances at the function, um, spoke about having detected uh, Chinese research vessels conducting apparently some kind of activity in the Philippine Economic Zone and Benham Rice, which is part of our uh, extended uh, continental shelf also. Uh, so that set off a, a, a controversy because it raised questions. Uh, the public reacted, wanting to know more about what was happening, and it sort of um, intensified when uh, the president said that he had allowed uh, the Chinese to survey, apparently to survey Philippine territory. That's how it was played out in the media. But uh, when you look at the transcripts, it might not be that uh, um, that serious. And nonetheless, because of the controversy and the intense public interest, uh, the issue um, became uh, the uh, he sort of headline news for about a week uh, until until it got uh, um, um, covered up by other issues. Uh, the next issue being the reported uh, plans to build something on Scarborough Shoal. So the, the controversy, as I understand it, is over whether or not these Chinese survey ships, which the Chinese do not deny, uh, passed over Benham Rise, whether or not they just passed yeah. in Innocent Passage, or whether they did some kind of surveys, correct? Well, that's the thing. The, there, there is no um, evidence in public other than the statements of the Secretary of National Defense. Uh, but he was saying that the vessel, they had detected vessels at least last year, one of which uh, took over, according to him, over three months in uh, the area and um, apparently conducting activities other than passage because he described it as traveling in a kind of stop-and-go pattern and also doing some zigzagging. Um, that was what uh, um, really piqued the public interest because they were worried that these vessels might indeed be doing something uh, on Benham Rise. But actually, there's no um, clear um, evidence other than his statements because, uh, of course, those things were kept confidential. Um, okay. May I weigh in on that point? Um, yeah. So uh, my colleague Ryan Martinson has actually uh, done a, a good job of following uh, publicly available um, ship tracking data, um, AIS uh, ship tracking data, and it looks pretty clear um, that there is actually, uh, if you're following, if you're following the AIS uh, data, it looks pretty clear that um, Chinese survey vessels have um, spent quite a lot of time in the Philippine exclusive economic zone, uh, including uh, in part off of Benham Rise, which is beyond the exclusive economic zone, but also within the exclusive economic zone, and frankly, even in the territorial sea at various times. 
um, and including zigzag patterns, for instance, off the the um, island of Leyte, um, within within the exclusive economic zone. So um, I don't think there's any uh, reason to call this innocent passage, uh, at least in, according to the legal definition. But um, but it is it is pretty clear that the um, that the Minister of Defense, or I'm sorry, the Secretary of Defense's uh, statement is backed up by by evidence um, from this AIS data. So we get into, a, I guess, a, a thorny legal question here, right, of what kind of surveys are and are not allowed on in a country's exclusive economic zone or over a country's continental shelf. And uh, as I understand it, the Philippines, like many countries, uh, requires prior notification to be given for any bathymetric surveys, uh, whereas countries, including the U.S., argue that non-scientific research, bathymetric surveys or military surveys in the EEZ, don't require that prior notification. Is that right? Yeah, that is that is correct. Um, yeah. So, so there, there's actually – oh, did you want to weigh in on this, Jay? Well, yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, in practice the Philippines has required uh, prior notice and uh, consent for the conduct of these kinds of surveys within its waters, even before, uh, when, back when the Philippines was still asserting the Treaty of Paris limits, it was, it's basically the same policy. Uh, so, so yeah, the um, both Philippines and China are party uh, to the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea. Uh, and there really are two regimes that we're talking about here, and they are a bit different. Um, in the exclusive economic zone, um, that's out to 200 miles from a, a coastal state's uh, baselines. Coastal state has sovereign rights over the resources and jurisdiction over something called marine scientific research. And it has uh, long been the American position that that's limited, uh, that w the definition of marine scientific research is limited to um, the purposes of the exclusive economic zone, which have to do with the, the resources in the zone. Um, and so uh, surveys uh, related to resources, um, it is the American position, would fall under uh, the jurisdiction of the Philippine law, but, but uh, surveys not related to the resources, such as military surveys that, that um, uh, gather data about uh, the seabed and the, and the water column for the purposes of um, understanding the nature of uh, the environment in which military operations could occur, um, are not, don't fall under um, the coastal state's right to regulate marine scientific research in the exclusive economic zone. Beyond the, the exclusive economic zone, that is the extended continental shelf, which is where it's beyond 200 miles, um, which is where Benham Rise is. Um, the Philippines does have a legitimate continental shelf there because they applied to the UN Commission on the Limits of the Continental Shelf. And in 2012, that was awarded to the Philippines as an extended continental shelf. But it it doesn't give the Philippines any more than sovereign rights over the resources of the seabed and the subsoil of the continental shelf. So it doesn't apply uh, to the to the uh, water column at all, right? So that's a difference with the with the exclusive economic zone. Additionally, um, the provisions of the continental shelf uh, don't give uh, jurisdiction to the coastal state as explicitly as um, in the exclusive economic zone. It um, it simply says the coastal state exercises 
um, sovereign rights for the purposes of exploring and exploiting the resources, but doesn't have any information or limitation for marine scientific research. So, um, so it, it would seem to be appropriate to limit um, uh, uh, resource surveys uh, over Benham Rise related to mm -hmm. the continental shelf, but not uh, anything related to the water mm -hmm. column or to uh, the, just the general seabed for the purpose of understanding the environment that military operations could occur in. So there's really two issues mm -hmm. here, right? The first mm -hmm. is, um, is this an area that the Philippines regulates? Well, if it's in the exclusive economic zone, the answer is yes. If it's beyond the exclusive economic zone, then really the answer is no for the purposes of, of Chinese military surveys. Um, and the second issue is what's what's the difference between a scientific uh, scientific research and a military survey and, and the coastal state capture uh, military surveys? The U.S. and China have actually argued about this particular issue for uh, over a decade, um, and uh, it seems as though perhaps um, the U.S. has gotten the better of the argument because now uh, it seems the Chinese have decided to undertake military surveys, both in the exclusive economic zone and beyond, um, which means that they accept the American interpretation of the law, I would, I would think. So if we, yeah. if we go back to the original statements by Philippine Defense Secretary Lorenzana, he, as I recall, his first statement was that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, reports of the Chinese doing these surveys, he believed, or his sources believed, that they were bathymetric surveys uh, for submarine use, you know, to, to map mm -hmm. out the, the seabed uh, for Chinese subs in the Western Pacific. Now, from the U.S. perspective, as, as Peter yeah. just said, that's not illegal um, within the EEZ if that was mm -hmm. all it was, if it wasn't geared toward resource extraction. Uh, it might be worrying, but we do the yeah. same all around the world, correct? And yet... Yeah. If we roll back to December, we had this incident in which a U.S. Navy uh, UUV, a, a drone uh, or glider, was seized by a Chinese Navy ship within the Philippine EEZ. The Philippines rightly said the Chinese had no right to do that, but also said the U.S. had no right to be conducting any military surveys in that area of the South China Sea without Manila's uh, prior notification. Jay, is this uh, an ongoing debate in the Philippines, or is this a point of contention between Manila and Washington? I think it's an ongoing debate, really, because, um, well, like I said earlier, when this news came out, there really wasn't uh, much evidence being presented or revealed to the public about the nature and even the tracks of these vessels. So that added to a lot of confusion because it was basically assertion and counter-assertion on the part of government officials without any clear uh, evidence uh, of, of what it was that they were uh, talking about. So uh, I think it boils down to the fact that Philippines, uh, especially the defense establishment, is still rather worried about any activity really that takes place in its waters. For uh, surveys and, and research uh, cruises like this, they don't really have a good um, handle on how to really tell whether it's doing something which is legitimate or not. So they're going by whatever uh, they can see, uh, really. So now that since, since the military saw these patterns uh, uh, emerging in, in, the, in their voyages, they naturally would assume the worst. Now the reaction of the public is, is, is similar in that since the public, don't, uh, since the public doesn't know uh, exactly what these vessels are doing there and the government officials aren't also able to ex explain adequately what they're doing, uh, they also tend to assume the worst. So now, given the situation in the West Philippine Sea, 
the public clearly reacted to these uh, um, activities on the other side, on the Pacific side, with the same kind of, of uh, alarm and worry about what it all means for uh, the Philippines and its uh, rights to its resources and its, to its waters. Jay, what does, I mean, in your opinion, what does the, the public outcry um, and, and, you know, significant hyperbole over this Benham uh, Rise issue, what does this say about uh, public support for President Duterte's <laughs> rapprochement with, with Beijing? Well, clearly there's nervousness uh, over how uh, close he is uh, to China. Clearly there is a sense of alarm that um, concerns about the West Philippine Sea, the claims they're not being asserted and the, and the Chinese uh, essentially moving in uh, to that area. Those concerns are now um, also manifesting and in, into into uh, a sense of alarm over the same thing happening again on the other side of the Philippines. So even if they, even if the public doesn't actually know that much about what is going on in the Pacific side, actually the, the, the public interest, the reaction to this incident was quite interesting to me because there really was this great need for more information and more understanding about what's going on. So that really shows the the uh, uh, intense um, um, concern the public has that's latent here, you know, that sort of uh, just blows up when, when, when uh, an incident uh, like this uh, happens. So um, uh, one of the interesting things to me, though, is, is that um, in, the, in the South China Sea or the West Philippine Sea, uh, the, the, the Chinese activities are pretty clearly focused on um, achieving uh, sovereignty, right, over over the the features, and uh, yeah. and then to uh, expand Chinese jurisdiction as widely as possible uh, in in the waters. Certainly for resource purposes and 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 for other purposes, it seems pretty clear to me. Um, in the east, the East Philippine Sea, we have a very different motivation. Um, what we see the Chinese doing um, looks very much to me like uh, uh, gathering in, uh, militarily useful information. Um, I, I, I have seen, um, and again, I refer back to Ryan Martinson, uh, who, who has um, done a great job of documenting this in his, his Twitter feed. Um, I've seen, uh, for instance, uh, all last fall, um, October, November, December, um, there were um, research vessels, uh, uh, Chinese survey vessels um, in and around the Philippine Islands, including actually um, in, in the strait uh, between Mindanao and, and uh, Leyte, um, uh, operating in in yeah. the waters uh, even as close as there, and and then and then in the areas off to the east uh, of the of the islands, the uh, Philippine uh, archipelago itself. And so, what it suggests to me is that the the Chinese are looking for information that would be useful if they want to uh, send submarines out of the. Um, the, the, you know, out of Hainan Island and into the Western uh, Pacific Ocean, and they're looking for, for, for channels that might be useful for that purpose. I don't know yeah. it as a fact. Yeah. I mean, it just looked to me like that's probably what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I, in, in my conversations with Chinese uh, colleagues in, in, uh, in, in Beijing and, and elsewhere in China um, just this past January, 
uh, one of the things that um, they, they were, you know, quite frank about was that they're interested in uh, creating essentially a Chinese bastion in the South China Sea for the purpose of, of operating submarines freely, um, and then also of, of uh, extending um, uh, the Chinese naval capability to uh, to operate without interference and to then move from the South China Sea or, or West Philippine Sea into the Western Pacific to meet any potential uh, uh, opponent. And that would require, of course, the, uh, the Chinese Navy to go through the Philippine archipelago in some way. So it seems to me as though um, what we're observing is uh, China is gathering information that would be useful to its navy uh, if there is a head-to-head uh, -head conflict, uh, perhaps, for instance, over Taiwan. It, it strikes me that this, uh, you know, the, the uh, kerfuffle over over Benham Rise, the the debate in December over over the U.S. UUVs, these are particularly uh, contentious in the Philippines because the Philippine Constitution. Um, is uniquely clear on uh, resource rights uh, and the, the need of the executive to protect the Philippines' continental shelf and EEZ. Jay, you wrote uh, or said in an interview last week that if President Duterte really had given an advanced sign-off on Chinese surveys in Benham Rise, it could be grounds for impeachment. Is that right? Yes, yes, uh, because it depends on the nature of the resources that are uh, being subject to research and surveys. We have specific laws for things like petroleum and minerals and bias prospecting and all of that. And a blanket permission simply will not uh, stand uh, uh, that kind of scrutiny. Um, it is a possible uh, impeachable offense if Congress were so minded uh, to do so, because it really is quite serious, given also how how uh, sensitive the public is to these kinds of resource uh, issues. If you remember the the case of the Joint Marine Seismic Undertaking some years ago, back in 2007, that also began, became a big controversy that uh, caused a bit of damage to the administration of uh, President uh, Macapagal Arroyo. So similarly, um, those kind uh, an issue like that, again, would probably be just as uh, contentious and would probably be brought to court as well. Right, and so the JMSU was the, the former trilateral effort by Philippines, China, Vietnam to yeah. do surveys uh, in northern yeah. portion of the South China Sea, a big chunk of which was in kind of undisputed Philippine continental shelf, which would be a violation of Philippine domestic law and the Constitution. Yes, yes, and there were cases that were filed uh, against it, but they're, they're still pending. They haven't been resolved. But but you can see how um, the interest, uh, public interest in it, and the sort of protectiveness uh, for res uh, about resources, not the the legal um, um, regime for that, uh, which establishes this protection, tends to be rather uh, um, tight. No. Oh, I, and I also just want to add, I agree completely with uh, Peter's assessment about um, Chinese activities. I've actually raised it in some of the um, interviews that I've had here. And I think it, it's pretty clear that the military is the one that is most worried about this because they feel like they're caught, they're going to get caught between, you know, two potential uh, battlegrounds here. Uh, um, 
So I can understand the concern uh, of the Defense Department in, in raising this issue. You know, I the presumably the outcry over over the Benamarize uh, surveys, if that's what they were, will die down, and you know, in a few months, people will will forget that this was a big deal. But I do find it interesting because of what it says about the sensitivity of the Philippine public and Philippine lawmakers' willingness to to allow surveys of the continental shelf, and it has big, it seems to me, has big effects on, for instance, any future joint development at Reed Bank, which we hear an awful lot about. But if this is the reaction to uh, a potential Chinese survey of Benham Rise, you know, what does it say about the possibility of ever allowing Chinese state-owned companies to share oil and gas mm-hmm. revenue at Reed Bank? I think the well, recent experiences are pretty clear that the public would find it difficult to accept uh, unless there's really a lot of transparency and clarity uh, on on this uh, potential agreement, I don't think the public will be willing to accept those kinds of agreements easily. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. It may be that the that the Chinese um, are willing to um, hold off on on moving forward in exploring new areas uh, in the South China Sea uh, that that the Chinese claim. Um, even at, it appears as though uh, the Chinese have. Um, uh, been restrained, uh, f- at least for the time being, in the South China Sea, not necessarily because they intend to, to comply uh, with the results of the arbitration, but because they're attempting to seek improved relationships with uh, certainly the Philippines, but but all of the Southeast Asian countries at, at this point in time. They've really made a, a priority of that in their foreign policy um, decision-making. So, um, so we may be seeing a period of, of Chinese restraint in the South China Sea in order to ensure that uh, they have good relations with Southeast Asians. Um, but at the same time, what we're observing is um, increased Chinese military activities. Now, the U.S. has to accept these as lawful because we assert them for our, ourselves as being lawful. Um, but uh, but that doesn't mean the Philippines has to accept it uh, on, on that basis. Um, but at the same time, uh, what we're observing is is the Chinese moving out beyond uh, the South China Sea, you know, into the Western uh, Pacific and um, becoming more active there. Uh, and so I think what we're what we're likely to observe is uh, even as the South China Sea becomes, you know, perhaps a, a, a region of more stability, the the uh, Western Pacific could, in fact, become more unstable. Um, there are, are plenty of problem areas. It's not just Benham Rise. Uh, for instance, the Japanese claim a, a large um, exclusive economic zone and even a continent extended continental shelf from the very tiny Okinawa-Toroshima feature. And I think it's quite clear international law uh, does not support that, uh, after, especially after the results of the Philippine arbitration. Uh, but the Japanese claim it, and they attempt to, to, to enforce it at various times. The Taiwanese have uh, have sent fishing uh, vessels out in that region, and, and there's tension between Taiwan and, and Japan over that. Um, you know, there there could be uh, similar uh, tension created uh, between the Chinese and the Japanese if the Chinese move into that area as well. So, I think in this Western Pacific area, the Fil- the larger Philippine Sea area, um, I think uh, we are uh, we're more more likely to see more friction uh, there in the near future than in the South China Sea. Well, I, I want to close with um, 
a couple of big picture questions and, and you know, let either of you have a final word if you like. It, it strikes me that these activities by China, like other recent activities, uh, surveillance within U.S. EEZs, passages through U.S. archipelagic or U.S. Uh, uh, waters in the Aleutians, etc., they begin to chip away at the basis for Chinese complaints about U.S. activities within the Chinese exclusive economic zone and uh, within other Chinese jurisdictional waters, as they'd call them in the South China Sea. I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on that. And the other is, I think this issue of, of surveys, military surveys, bathymetric surveys, et cetera, is going to be with us for a while because as we get, you know, uh, as technology becomes more advanced, as we find interesting new ways to survey the oceans, we are outpacing unclose here. And there doesn't seem to me to be any good way for a state like the Philippines to be able to tell what a ship is doing in its EEZ, if it's zigging and zagging and, you know, doing, doing surveys. How can you possibly know if that's for resource extraction or scientific research or if it's for military purposes? Yeah, that's, that's right. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll comment. The, um, the bottom line is, I think for, for uh, 15 or 20 years, the U.S. and China have had uh, uh, disagreements, legal disagreements um, about how to interpret, especially the provisions regarding um, military surveys uh, in the exclusive economic zone or, or other types of surveys in the exclusive economic zone. Um, and so it seems as though China has uh, now developed sufficient naval uh, and, and other uh, maritime capacities that it's prepared to, uh, to take. The, the same view as the United States on these issues. Um, that doesn't mean that there won't be friction um, in, in close to, uh, to uh, Chinese land features, but, uh, but I think what we'll see is sort of reciprocating friction. Even, even right now, there's um, AIS data that indicates there are um, very active surveys um, uh, being undertaken by the Chinese in the exclusive economic zone off of uh, the Northern Marianas, um, uh, off of Guam. Very detailed um, uh, surveys are showing up on on the AIS data, where there's two state oceanic vessels, the uh, uh, Hong Hong One and Hong Hong uh, Nineteen, are both out there uh, uh, doing surveys. So, so it seems as though the United States has won the argument. Whether whether we like uh, you know the, the the fact that we won or not is a different question. Um, as as for your point about. Um, you know, sort of technology outpacing uh, the provisions of UNCLOS. I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, I think what we're seeing over the last couple of years is that the UNCLOS regime um, is breaking down in some ways, uh, where clearly China is unwilling to uh, to live up to the obligations it accepted under UNCLOS to participate in mand- mandatory dispute resolution. Um, and and so whether whether it's time for you know a, a, thir- a rather a fourth uh, United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea to to sort of um, address some of the, the brittleness or some of the tensions in uh, in the UNCLOS regime is is a is a good question, or whether we've just moved uh, we're we're going to end in end up moving into a period where we're beyond um, UNCLOS in terms of uh, at least major naval powers and how they interact with each other. I'm not sure, uh, but what we're observing is is certainly. Um, uh, you know, a weakening of the overall regime that was agreed to um, 35 years ago. Thanks. Jay, can I give you the final word? Yeah. On, on the same question, I think we're seeing, with respect to the South China Sea, um, although it is, uh, as Peter described it, it's entering a period of sort of relative calm, 
uh, but actually the problems remain and they're simmering just underneath. Uh, the governments of China and the Philippines have decided to emphasize good friendly relations, but the situation at sea, I believe, is still just as tense because you still have uh, the overwhelm- practically overwhelming activities of, of Chinese vessels, military, fishermen, coast guard, now research vessels as well, uh, all taking place uh, closer and closer to uh, the Philippine coastline. And I think because of that, we will continue to have this kind of, of potential flashpoints in the Philippine public mind about these kinds of, of incidents. Now, uh, the current administration's modus vivendi with China doesn't really sit well uh, with a majority of the public. Uh, and because of that, uh, issues like this, uh, seemingly minor issues like research vessels passing through, it can easily ignite a uh, public um, um, controversy. Now, on the other side, uh, on the Pacific, clearly the public is also quite sensitive that what they've seen in the South China Sea might take place on the other side of the Philippines, but they just don't know, uh, don't have enough information. And uh, governments have also similarly not been uh, as forthcoming with the kind of information that is available. So, like, uh, I'm very interested in, in seeing those AIS chats that Peter mentioned that his colleague is collecting because... If those, had, uh, if those had been available early on, it would have been much, much easier to directly address public concerns and really uh, decide or decide the issues that were and, the, and the, answer the questions that were being raised by the public about this controversy. But with China continuously expanding outward into the Pacific and the Philippines being practically the gateway for China, um, and we being in the middle of all of this. Uh, maritime uh, expansion, I think that um, we will continue to be um, very concerned and that that might have a kind of negative effect on Philippine policy in so far as uh, foreign foreign maritime activities are concerned. We might end up becoming even more restrictive, I think, if if these things are not uh, uh, adequately addressed. To marine scientific research, we made uh, we definitely need a lot of help in in giving the concerned agencies the capability to really assess what's going on, what other countries are doing there, and we also need to develop our own capacities to participate in those kinds of activities. And but right now, there's really a lot of uh, uncertainty and uh, mistrust, uh, I'd say, uh, despite the modus vivendi between the Philippines and China. Um, and that's unfortunately we're going to have to live with that uncertainty for quite a while because the administration uh, is still uh, pursuing its what it believes to be uh, this the proper uh, policy right now, which is to really cultivate friendship with China, uh, even though it may come at the expense of uh, its friendship, historical friendships with uh, other countries. Uh, we can only hope that this will uh, change a bit more sooner rather than later. Well, we can certainly hope, but as you alluded to earlier, we have a new scandal now over reports of Chinese plans to build uh, a research station on Scarborough Shoal. We have China's annual fishing ban coming up on May 1st. Uh, It seems like we're going to see uh, more and more of these flashpoints coming up. But for now, uh, Peter, Jay, thank you both very much for taking the time to join me. It's a pleasure. 
Uh, yes, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Peter, also. It's uh, been a pleasure.